guys, welcome to the 1.5 podcast, where three generation 1.5 Korean Americans discuss anything and everything related to American culture and the human experience. As a disclaimer, we will be using adult language, so we don't recommend young listeners to be listening without parental permission. The show is hosted by Calvin, Jay, and Michelle, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Yay, it's episode 10! Last episode 10! Woo! Intro. Kind of like a milestone. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. We're 10 years old. one Uh, sure. But. Sure, sure. For this episode, since it is kind of a special one, we decided to not do the usual like topic one, topic two, and then off the dome. We asked you guys to submit some questions to us, um, <laughs> either for very unqualified advice so that's our disclaimer right now. Everything that we're saying, if you listen to us and then something doesn't work out, sorry. It's definitely you know. your fault. <laughs> but um, yeah, either something you need advice on or just a bunch of random questions because people just submitted random ones. And so... Yeah, y'all can't follow instructions. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's, they tried. They tried. But. So what should our first question be? Um, okay, so the first one is, I guess, semi-serious, and someone asked us, what should I do when I'm starting to lose motivation, hitting that quarter-life crisis, which means hmm. they're our age, because we're all 24, mm, 25. Sister, mm-hmm. or brother. <laughs> um, yeah, what should I do when I'm starting to lose motivation? What do you guys think? I'll let you guys go first. Uh, <laughs> I'll let Jay go first. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, uh, like, how do you stay motivated during med school? How do I stay motivated during med school? Yeah, a lot of debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't know. For me, like, I still haven't feel like I've met my goal yet. You know, mm-hmm. like my goal was back in back in college. My goal was to get into medical school. But the entire, mm-hmm. like, the whole purpose of it, the big picture of it was to become a doctor. And I still haven't done yeah. that yet. So well, I haven't uh-huh. reached its goal yet. So I don't think I can, like... But what does that have to do with motivation? <laughs> because you get motivated to finish a goal. So I don't think, like, I've hit that mid or, like, quarter-life crisis yet. So I don't know oh. if I'm qualified to answer this one, is what I'm saying. Okay, what about the question, though? Like, what do you do (laughs) when you start to lose motivation? Even if it's not to achieve a goal in a short-term period, but just in general, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like it's like a day-to-day thing. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, this is hard. I don't know, man. This is a hard question. It's like, why why do you wake up in the morning? (laughs) That's true. Um, at least for me, I think when I find myself getting really burned out and like very unmotivated, like this question is talking about. Um, sorry, Leo is so cute. But it's okay. No, I like this. Leo can have all the audio he wants. That's that's my cat. (laughs) (laughs) But I think what's helpful is to do really small, tangible things that give you, like, a shot of dopamine. (laughs) 
And so, like, for me, if I'm getting, like, really stressed and, like, not motivated and I just, like, feel like crap, I usually stay home and then, like, clean my room, which is a big deal because my room gets messy really quickly and it's messy most of the time. And so if I clean my room and Mm -hmm. just, like, look at a clean room, that already makes me feel more refreshed and more, like, encouraged about my life Mm -hmm. and, like, my situation. And so... Um, yeah, maybe try to think of doing smaller things that give you, kind of like what Jay was saying, like, small, tiny goals that you can achieve really quickly, you know, like, I'm going to clean my room today, or I'm going to read a chapter of this book that I haven't finished in, like, two months, or, you know, I'm just going to take a walk for 15 minutes, like, do tiny things that pull you out of your mindset of just being, like, bogged down with all your stress and all you have to do and um giving yourself time to kind of do something that is energizing and refreshing and enjoyable yeah i mean i i heard that too like you got to make your bed every every little thing that you achieve is like still an accomplishment so like when you see that like yeah you did something even Mm -hmm. if it's just making your bed like you feel good about it and you actually feel like you did something yeah no that's a good point you should be a life coach michelle I feel like you're good at this. Uh, no. <laughs> Definitely not. We should have like those, that motivational music in the background. Oh. Should we? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'll, I'll try. But, um. How bad do you want it? <laughs> but, yeah. But I feel like it's harder, like, bigger picture stuff if it's like you're not sure of pursuing your career is still a good idea or like if you're not motivated about like your job as of now I feel like that's harder because like that takes that requires action that like that would shift Mm -hmm. what you're comfortable with or what you're you've been like accustomed to for so long and so um yeah I feel like bouts of no motivation just forces people to reflect on what their goals are and what they like what they don't like and so hopefully like if you're working towards something that you're actually passionate about like doing the little stuff you know here and there and giving yourself a mental break and an like emotional break hopefully that you know keeps things chugging along but um if you are finding it harder to like get past that hump even when you're trying to give yourself a break I feel like maybe that just is a sign that you need to reflect if what you're working towards is worth it to you but that's scary and hard but mm. necessary at times you know for sure calvin what do you do when you start to lose motivation um i watch youtube videos mm-hmm. motivational videos that oh. really post me up <gasps> do you for like workouts and stuff you know? <laughs> <laughs> like who who is the most who's the most like hype for you. <laughs> I was just kidding, yo. <laughs> I took it seriously. But I mean, I could, I could send you a link, dog. <laughs> what was that like it. video of the little kid who rode a bicycle on YouTube? Oh wait, wait, wait. did you ever oh. see that? Yeah, and like, there's also that one with that girl who couldn't jump onto that thing, mm-hmm. but then she did it after trying like a million times. Whoa, that's super motivational. Yeah. That's true. You know, just YouTube motivational video. (laughs) 
Oh, I also, kind of yeah, them. or like TED Talks. I mean, TED Talks <laughs> are a good way for me to like just like relax and mm-hmm. learn something mm-hmm. while not doing anything. Mm-hmm. That's you know true. what else is really motivating? Those uh, Thai commercials, the really sad ones. I don't know if those are. Oh, those motivating. Thai life commercials, life insurance. Yeah, commercials? the Thai life life insurance commercials. Those are just sad. They're not those motivating. Just, yeah, heartbreaking. <laughs> but it makes you like appreciate what you got. And you're like, oh my god, no, just so. me. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. You know, YouTube and other resources, TED Talks, books, whatever, whatever. But good luck to you. Yeah, good luck. I'm gonna have to listen to this episode when I lose my motivation too. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we help. <laughs> I hope it's helpful. <laughs> What's the next question? Um, what is your advice to college freshmen? It wasn't that long ago since <laughs> we were in college. How True. long ago was it? A couple of years. A couple, uh, couple months. <clears throat> we were freshmen six years ago. Six Ew, years that's ago. that's so crazy. Sheesh. Five to six years ago. Oh, God. Hmm. Advice to college freshmen. What would you want to tell your freshman self? I'd say, um, like, actually make an effort to go to class. <laughs> if I established a healthy habit of going to class in my freshman year, mm-hmm. I would have done a lot better. It's, and don't take morning classes. Like, yeah. That's, like, those 8 a.m., 9 a.m. classes. Like, you might think you can make oh, it. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Nah, you're not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, setting yourself up for failure if you sign up for 8 a.m.s. But sometimes it's like that's the only class available, so yeah, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Um, I think I would tell myself it's okay not knowing every single person in your class. Because, <laughs> like, I think for me, I think I found out freshman year that I'm an introvert because I one of my good friends, shout out to Gloria or Hyung, whichever you prefer to be called um she was like really really social freshman year and like she just like knew a lot of people already and like she was just like like meeting all these people and like I I felt like I had to kind of keep up and like knowing everyone but then I would literally get in like a stage where I just I just locked myself in my room and would not see anyone for like the entire weekend because I was so tired <laughs> and like so drained of energy and so I would just be like hey chill like no need to feel like you need to meet 10 people every single day you know mm-hmm. or else you'll be like left out of the group or whatever it's you'll meet them you'll meet the people you need to meet you know and so it's good to be outgoing and you know, willing to meet new people, but don't feel like you need to meet as many people as you can every single day. If that makes sense. No, that's pretty good. Just like be, find yourself, be like, feel yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm, I think I would want to tell college freshman Jay, like, Mm-hmm. Oh, the cute sh- Jay, when Jay was handsome. Yeah. Oh, when Jay actually had a lot of hair. Long- <laughs> and was, was so good looking. So Before cute. I started balding, 
and <laughs> wrinkling and turning into a raisin just in general. But uh, um, like explore everything, you know. You mm-hmm. are in a new environment. You're surrounded by completely new people who uh, know a lot of things that you don't. What's up, mm-hmm. Leo? Leo. And stop like limiting yourself to like what you knew before. So if you're interested in like swimming or basketball or whatever sports, go and do that. Don't be afraid of like any judgment because there's a lot of people mm-hmm. who are going through the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like when I played uh, rec league basketball, Calvin remembers. Yeah, you're garbage. Yeah, I'm garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I, think, I think I scored one point and then the person didn't even count it. Like, oh no! But I did it, you know. And I yeah, kn- being bad at something is the first step of being good at something. Exactly. Yeah, and I would I would say like don't be afraid to take electives, mm. like that you wouldn't have taken otherwise. Mm-hmm. Like I took um, an advertising elective, like in my junior year, mm-hmm. and but then like by that time it was a little bit too late for me to like change majors. But I thought it was like super interesting. Like advertising Whoa. was like super interesting. I could have um, had a different major in that, you know. So like, don't be afraid to like go look at other majors. Yeah, and honestly, though, never too late to change your major. <laughs> um, Cause I know um, I have. Friends. I don't want to be like those. All right, never mind. Go ahead. <clears throat> but like, I I know people who have changed their major five times. Yeah, and yeah, like for sure. in their senior year too, but. The last one that they landed on was the one that they actually really loved and, like, wanted to pursue a career in. And then, like, all I have a lot of other friends, too. They changed their major completely, like, junior year, and it took them, like, a couple years after to graduate. But I feel like, also, yeah, college freshmen, if you don't know what exactly you want to do, which is most likely because, like, you know, it's hard to ever really know what you want to do, especially when you have to put, like, a title what you're studying for your future career path but um just know that it's okay you know to switch your major around but don't be like reckless you know don't use that as an excuse to not like commit to anything but just know that college is a time to kind of figure out what you want to learn about obviously and so yeah don't be afraid to take classes that you're hesitant about or stuff like that so yeah, I think when I was a freshman, there was a lot of pressure on me to, like, mm-hmm. join the classes that had all my friends in it. Mm. You know, because, like, I wanted to be comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think, and, like, and like study with other people, you know? Yeah. But, uh, like, after freshman year, I was like, yo, I can't do science. <laughs> <laughs> like, chemistry was so hard for me. Mm. And I wanted to do, like, pre-dental. So, like, I was like, mm, nope. <laughs> It's hard finding the right major in college. It's scary. But we all um, found it. Yeah, we all found one. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find one eventually. True. But good luck. Have fun in college. Mm-hmm. Don't go too crazy at the parties. Yeah, don't go too crazy. It's okay to go a little bit crazy. But not too crazy. I mean, freshman year is definitely the year to go crazy. If you want to go crazy, go crazy freshman year. Yeah, but also know that like if you screw up your GPA in your freshman year, yeah, forever. (laughs) Yeah, you're setting yourself up for a hard next three years. 
but have fun stay responsible oh little babies little college freshman babies how old are they now like to th- what what year did they graduate high school or what year did they graduate high school i mean the what, year what, before? Uh, what, what year are they graduating college if a freshman this year 2020 right or 2022 2022 mm-hmm. oh, 2022 oh my god yeah <laughs> oh my god all right should we move on to our next question Mm-hmm. how have your relationships <clears throat> with friends changed after college <laughs> a lot of college-based um, questions you guys go first mm, i feel like i don't okay so when i when i was at college i lived with three of my friends mm-hmm. in one house and then literally right next door to us we had four other friends who lived there Mm-hmm. So whenever we wanted to hang out, it would just be like, hey, dude, you home? Or like banging on the wall and being like, hey, like, come out. And like being able to like see each other and, and like hang out with each other so often, I think I took for granted. Yeah, I miss that, dude. Yeah. I miss college. Yeah. <laughs> now. I miss my friends. Now it's so dude. hard to just like hang out or just see each other. Yeah. Yeah. We all have different schedules. Mm-hmm. We're all in different locations now. Exactly. But I think our core group of friends is still, like, is strong. Like, we still communicate <clears throat> with each other, like, every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, group so chat. That's still good. Yeah, through group chat, you know. Um, like, high school friends, I feel like when I went to college, I kind of, like, stopped talking to them. And that was, like, completely my fault. And I feel like a shitty person for doing that. But it happened because I just thought I was cool and stuff. But uh, <laughs> I sh- I feel like I should have like kept those high school relationships like better. Mm. It's not too late, Calvin. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not too late. I mean just, I'm like just I'm, hit him back up. Like I'm like hey, what's up? Get it? Yeah, I'm getting back. I'm getting back. I'm getting back there. I'm like yo, what's up? Long time no talk. Yeah. You remember me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they would appreciate it. I think at least with high school, I'm the same way. I don't talk to anyone anymore from high school, which is really bad, except for the people that. I hung out in college with mm-hmm. but yeah a lot of my really close friends from before college i do not talk to anymore and it's not good i should reach out <laughs> i should yeah it's yeah, but it's so hard though mm. it's like after like not talking to them for so long yeah it's so weird just like going like hey <laughs> yeah. aren't you meeting up with uh, one of your high school friends in japan oh Yes. I, well, yeah, he's right? he's a middle school friend. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's it's going to be nice, I think. I hope. I'm excited. But um, I feel like in general, how relationships change after college is they become much more intentional a lot of the time. Because mm. it's like if you don't put an effort to see them, you're not going to see them. <laughs> you True. know? So like yeah. every time you hang out, every time you just see each other, it's planned and it's like, you know, and you, mm. people have to schedule it in. Like, everyone is so busy. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think that's why it's definitely easy to kind of lose touch with certain people. Like, mm. it's not even like anything happened or, like, you guys don't like each other. It's more like, You're just I not guess, in, the same in a harsh way. Yeah, like, in a harsh way, yeah. it's like, you just kind of decide that that relationship isn't worth the time and effort you know for whatever reason 
But, um, yeah. But it's natural. And I feel like a lot of people feel guilty when that happens. You know, like, if you just lose touch. But it's, like, it's part of life. Like, no need to, like, beat yourself over, like, not reaching out to, like, 50 friends, you know? Mm -hmm. It's eventually going to kind of dwindle down into a smaller group. Unless, you know, unless you're really good at keeping in touch with everyone. But, um, yeah. (laughs) But then I feel like that tight group Mm -hmm. that you make in college, like, only becomes tighter after college. Because, like, because you have to be so intentional Mm -hmm. and you schedule things out. Yeah. Like, you're actually putting in the effort. Yeah. So, like, I feel like those relationships, like, get stronger, too. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, dad, My dad meets uh up with, like, his college friends. Oh, so cute. Yeah. I think you guys have it somewhat special because, like, I feel like you both came into college with close friends that assimilated into that same group of friends. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, yeah. uh, well, maybe not. But I think for me, it's just different because, like, all my high school friends are i literally don't talk to any of them you know and so it's like i I, it's kind of concerning that that happened and like honestly even after college i thought i was gonna be bad about keeping in touch with a lot of people Mm -hmm. but turns out i'm lonelier than i thought so i'm just like hey (laughs) (laughs) are you busy (laughs) um Okay, I think something that I would have wanted to hear with this question is it's pretty hard and, like, stressful and, like, sad at times to see how relationships change after graduating. Bottom line is it's natural and it happens and it's okay. And, you know, obviously you'll stay friends with the people that you're meant to stay friends with, so. Swag. (laughs) All right, next question (laughs) is, would you break up with someone if your parents told you to? This person said it didn't happen to him or her, but he or she has seen that with Asian couples and their parents before. Mm. Would you break up with someone if your parents told you to? Michelle, go. (laughs) I think it would depend on their reasoning. Um... This is going to seem pretty bad, but I'm just going to say it as it is. But I don't think my parents are comfortable with, like, us, a.k.a. me and my sister, dating people of the other race. And so, like, I feel like if that was a reason, then I wouldn't listen to them. Like, if I really like this person, but, like, if they weren't Korean and they wanted me to break up just because they weren't Korean, I'd be like, ah, no. Like, I don't think that's a valid reason. But if they see things that, like, maybe I am not able to see like really big red flags that i'm blinded with by my infatuation for him then i feel like Mm -hmm. eventually that's like a really big red flag if your parents tell you to break up with someone that you're dating you know like i feel like your parents in general are looking out for your best interest and if they're saying that this guy isn't good enough or this girl isn't good enough or whatever it's like i think that should at least cause you to think about what kind of person you're with you know yeah and yeah adding to that Mm -hmm. if you are close with your parents and you want 
to keep a close relationship with your significant other and your parents if you want them to get along too Mm -hmm. that's like another struggle that you have to see it up ahead yeah otherwise your life i would want my significant other yeah i would want my significant other to get along with my parents yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's very important and if like off the bat your parents are saying that no this ain't it (laughs) that's gonna be harder Mm -hmm. yeah oh that's so hard and so scary but oh do you know what a surefire answer to this is a cure-all just stay single just forever you know just <laughs> never date anybody. That's <laughs> genius. Live by yourself. Mm-hmm. Grow so old no. by yourself. You know, no worries. It's fine. <laughs> do you do you want to do you want to ask us for advice, Michelle? Maybe off <laughs> off the mic. <laughs> off the dome. Off the dome. But um, what about you, Calvin? What are your thoughts? Um, I I agree with y'all. Like, it would have to depend on why, but yeah, like I trust my parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like they would have to have a good reason. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. If they if they give me a bullshit excuse. Yeah. That's not gonna fly with me. Yeah, it has to be substantial. You know, not like a superficial like oh he's. Or yeah, like, she's oh, I don't, whatever. I don't like her nails. Yeah, yeah. All right, what what if they just say, I don't feel their vibe. I don't get a good energy from them. Like, they keep saying that? <sighs> yeah. I think that would actually really freak me out. I'd be like, why? Like, what? <laughs> like, what? The vibe is very important. Yeah, that's Yeah, vibe scary. is very important. But vibe isn't like a, like a solid thing. Yeah... But that's better than like, oh, it's because he's white or like, oh, it's because she's not making enough money. You know, like, I feel like that would freak me out mm. more than them being like, oh, yeah, you know, he's not Korean. Yeah, what if so my no. mom just says, like, I feel like a demonic <laughs> like, aura from this girl. I'd be like, yo, I'm out of here. Get out my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be very concerning. I don't know. I uh, I feel like at the end of the day, I think I would trust myself and my own judgment. But like, I also really value the relationship with my parents and like obviously mm. want them to like whoever I date or bring home. So, yeah, it's not. a yeah, yeah, it just it depends, which is not a very helpful answer. But maybe <laughs> possibly next question. Next question. Let's do it. All right. Okay. What's the biggest lesson you've learned so far in your life? In my life. Yeah. All 24, 25 years up until now, what's the biggest lesson that you've learned? Hmm. Why don't you start us off, Michelle? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why don't you start us off, Jay? (laughs) All right, I'll do it. Uh huh. Um, so the biggest lesson I learned is that you can you can separate the world into into two different things. Like this this is like a lesson that like my dad told me. Like he tells Whoa. me a lot of things. Uh huh. Yeah. And so he said basically you can divide it into two things. 
things you can change in your life, things you can control and change and manipulate in your life, and things you can't. And once you recognize which of those two things, which of those two categories you can fit something into, the Mm -hmm. happier you can be. Because then you don't, you won't get upset at things that you can't change Mm -hmm. when they don't change because that wasn't in your power to begin with. And the things that you can change, well, you should work to change that. Mm -hmm. So there's like a motivation and there's also like, uh, don't beat yourself up too badly about things that can't change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I, Mm. like, I think that keeps me very satisfied mm-hmm. with the way I look at the world and it doesn't beat me down if I don't end up doing something that I like an injustice in the world or something yeah that's my oh. lesson <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one that is a good one um Calvin um I think the biggest lesson that I've learned so far mm-hmm. is that like you can always think about stuff and and theorize about how different actions like what different actions can lead to different results and stuff Mm -hmm. but like unless you yourself put in the effort and like work in to get that thing achieved then it won't happen so like don't keep it in your mind and like don't keep it like written down like go out and like do it Cause like I feel like I I've been like, like I I just keep a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in my mind. Cause like, um, I'm just scared of like, oh, if I if I go in if I try this, then it's gonna change my life in a new way. Mm-mm-mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like I can I can like think about it and like talk to you guys about it mm-hmm. all I want, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like nothing's gonna change unless. I put in the work and effort myself, so mm. put some action behind your words, you know? Yes, that's a good one. Hmm. Michelle? <laughs> um, I think one of, yeah, I don't, okay, I don't know about the biggest, but one of the biggest lessons that I have learned recently is there's no such thing <clears throat> as good people and bad people. And so what I mean by that is there are no people who are just good innately. And I don't think there's people who are just bad innately. And with this lesson, I feel like I've taken away that like how you act and like how you treat people, it's very like relative and it's like you you can to a certain extent choose to lean one way or or the other you know by like the people you surround yourself with like what type of like just hobbies and whatever you have but um I feel like with this lesson I have learned to I guess give more grace to people who like other people would just label as bad you know they're like oh he's just a bad person or like a bad blah 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 but it's like they're not just bad you know even if it seems that way and then like good Mm -hmm. people they're not good all the time you know it's just because they do awesome things and they they are an awesome person it's like they're also capable of doing bad things and so 
I think it's, it kind of forces me to analyze my own decisions and like how I'm projecting myself to be to other people and if that lines up with who I like quote unquote really am inside, if that makes any sense. Um, But just know we are all capable of amazing things and really bad things and so I guess we we can all afford to be a little more patient with each other and nicer to each other and yeah (laughs) i I hope that gave some new perspective to whoever asked and like that doesn't like i like that because it doesn't lock someone in if someone thinks that they are a good or a bad person Mm, 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 mm. then they're not just locked into the category of hey i'm a bad person therefore i do bad things all the time yeah yeah It's like there's obviously tendencies and like ways of thinking and living that could just drown you in just bad things and like doing bad things. But I think it's always possible to turn that around if you're aware of it, you know, instead Mm -hmm. of just being like, yeah, this isn't my DNA. Like, this is who I am. It's like, no, like. That's the stupidest thing to say. I (laughs) I hate that. What? Just saying like, oh, this is like, it's in my DNA. This is oh, innate like, to me. I can't no, help that's... it. Like, blah, blah, Yes, blah. you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. Some dumb shit you're saying. No. <laughs> but, yeah. Basically, we can all just, you know, we all grow and change. We're not yeah. the same person every single day. And so, Yeah. All right, Calvin, can you give us our ultimate question? (laughs) Our last question for today Uh, is, have you ever spoke to and communicated with a Korean Korean, (laughs) not a fake Korean, but a Korean Korean, (laughs) while you speak in English and they speak in Korean back to you? And that's how you communicate with each other indefinitely? (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, Yes. Sick, sick. Hey, thanks for that question, bro. <laughs> thanks for that question. Great question. <laughs> um, Should we really answer it, though? Should we? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's. How... I think the question. Okay, so I think the question is like asking <laughs> if you if you were in a relationship, right, with a fob Korean, and you only speak in English, uh-huh. and they only speak in Korean. Uh huh. Like how how would that relationship like play out? How how can you how can you like disregard the language barrier and still <laughs> like be close to each other? You know what I mean? Um, I've done this before. Oh yeah, not okay. not like yeah. a relationship, but I ran into my friend at Megamart mm-hmm. from like way back in like high school, and he's fob, and so I was like, oh hey, what's up, dude? And he was like, oh, and then that was like our conversation. He was talking to me in Korean the whole time. I was talking to him in English the whole time. But we still understood mm-hmm. what each other were saying. Mm-hmm. But we're just more comfortable talking in Korean and English, like separately. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there, there wasn't a communication issue. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is how I talk to my parents. Like, I speak to them in English and they speak to me in Korean. That's so weird, by the way, that you could do that to your parents. I know. It is weird. It is weird. That blows my mind. Yeah. Like, 
we obviously understand each other pretty well, but it's like, I think there is a barrier. If you get to a certain point where you really need to express and like communicate really well, I think it is, there is some type of disconnect. And I feel like that could play out. If it's like, especially if it's a romantic relationship, I think that makes it even harder or like riskier, I guess. Cause it's like, I feel like relationship is really, really dependent on the communication between the two people, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if at a certain point, like let's say if you're fighting or like if you're really upset where you need to like express yourself as well as you can, but there's just that you just can't, then I feel like that would, I don't know, be hard and like build up in certain ways. But obviously there's people who are married and like have had really long happy marriages who speak completely different languages and don't really know the other language very well at all and so mm-hmm. it i mean with all these questions it's like it depends you know depends on the situation don't listen but... to anything that we say <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> yeah i don't know this past hour 45 minutes <laughs> like please disregard all of it yeah it depends it depends but i'm i think i'm saying i i can see where that would come up frequently and cause issues yeah for sure (laughs) is that your only input i like that (laughs) yeah for sure l o l um i have one last question okay Mm -hmm. um calvin why (laughs) have you decided (laughs) to stop recording with the 1.5 <laughs> podcast please give a speech wait that's such a weird please, that's such a weird way please to like give a speech it. no explaining yourself no wait, way really no it's not weird it's calvin natural. that's a really weird way you're leaving no calvin calvin how could you yeah yes the rumors are true <laughs> i the tabloids I are will true be, yes i will be taking my talents somewhere elsewhere Somewhere else there. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Who I is can't it? About any more information than that? Who is she? Like it's confidential. Who is she? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this is gonna be my last episode. Aww, of I'm sad. 1.5. Mm-hmm. It's been a fun ride, mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you for your support <laughs> and all your kind words. Oh man. I really appreciate it, guys. Your fans are gonna um, be so sad. Yeah, I have fans, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you actually do, though. Oh, yeah, man. Calvin, you got anyway, fans, man. If uh, yeah, um, you can follow me on Twitter. Oh. Um, Calvin J Chung at Calvin J Chung. Mm-hmm. Are you self-promoing you yourself out? <laughs> <laughs> are you going personal solo? Personal plug is before that, he is drops that what's out. happening? Personal plug. Personal plug. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh-huh. I won't. I won't be like like completely like removed from this podcast i will still be you know in touch with the members and (laughs) helping them in some way or another you better you freaking better are you kidding me was that speech long enough for you dude um (laughs) just a little bit longer like i have another question um how would you like to see this podcast develop in your absence Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Great question, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Great question. Mm-hmm. What I am envisioning mm-hmm. for this podcast mm-hmm. is at least five uh-huh. thousand listens <laughs> for each episode. For each episode. For each episode, at least five thousand. Oh gosh! Right. Uh-huh. I also want um, you guys to continue um, having like interviews. Yeah. With mm-hmm. um, Korean Americans that I th- that you think are. You know, impacting the community or or who you look up to. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be really interesting to hear more viewpoints, mm-hmm. um, like Sam's. Yeah, you know, um, I thought that was a really good episode that we did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I also I also hope that you know you guys continue to um, tackle a lot of the social event uh, the. What am I saying? <laughs> um, you know, tackle tackle the hard you know topics of of today's society. Yeah, but don't lose hope. And stuff <laughs> like you were, Michelle. You were oh. you were pretty uh, negative, Nancy, on that episode. I know. It's alright. Things will get better, bud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your service, Calvin. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> My watch has ended. <laughs> Off, Off the, the dome. dome? Jay, you go first. You can't do that. <laughs> you just got the ball passed to you. Jay. Um, Michelle, you can go first. Whoa. Okay. Um, my Off the Dome would be... Ooh, okay, I have one. That's relative, or that's only helpful to people in Atlanta. But there is a Christmas bar that opens every <gasps> holiday season called Miracle on Monroe. And they have two locations, I believe, but I've only been to the one, the original one. Um, but I highly recommend everyone to go if you like the holidays, especially if you like Christmas. It's like decked out in Christmas lights. And weird and kind of creepy decorations everywhere. Um, drinks are good. They have really good snacks, too. There usually is a wait. I think they open at 5 p.m. on weekdays and um, on weekends. So if you get there early, you can get seated. But the first year that I went, we had to wait like three hours. And so we just ate at a restaurant right across, which is also really good called a pray diem just fyi if you need to kill time but yeah i recommend it it's just a very cute holiday pop-up bar that is really fun to go with friends and so i've actually been wanting to go there for a while like i always see like <gasps> you the need pictures to go. on instagram yeah. yeah it looks so nice it's super it looks so fun. cute it's very like very cozy everyone's happy the workers are wearing like like reindeer ears and like elf costumes <laughs> and so yeah it's fun you guys should all go sounds legit yeah mm-hmm. i'm down all right Jay, my you, off the dome go. i got it mm-hmm. i got mm-hmm. it i got mm-hmm. it <laughs> mm-hmm. say less <laughs> all right so i don't know if you guys have seen the news recently about the crisper designer baby Mm-hmm. have you guys heard about that yeah, mm-hmm. the genetically modified baby in China. Yeah, so apparently the scientists um, genetically modified uh, 
the the genes of the the not not the fetus but like way before that like the zygote like way back there and uh grew it like in vitro and then the baby's twins got born <clears throat> and like the dna bit that they modified it was to uh prevent hiv transmission right mm-hmm. and so like all of that's good and well but this is the first time it's ever been done and i think it's been it's not been done for a reason for all like the mm. the moral and ethical reasons that we haven't yet tackled right mm-hmm. so i don't know i i feel like this is like a mm, you can look at it in like two different ways this technology it can be used to cure and prevent a lot of deadly diseases mm-hmm. that that is like negatively affecting people since forever ago and I think this could be like a new wave of preventive medicine. Like vaccinations were crazy and it eradicated mm. so many disease. And this could be like a step like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, how far are we going to go with this to the point where we can genetically modify people to be taller, um, look prettier? I don't think those should be things that should be controlled so i don't know this is like this weird like moral gray spot and plus we don't know how these mutations that we by like messing with the genetic code we don't know what the downstream effects of that are Mm no so that's just something that's been on my mind they become like x-men yeah i mean (laughs) (laughs) what if this is the generation of x-men oh gosh And, like, you know, X-Men, they had a hard time with all that. Mm-hmm. All the ethical stuff. Exactly. So, what if this just becomes, like, X-Men? I guess I don't we'll know. see what happens. That's all my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah, you should look into it. If you're interested in this kind of stuff, like, this, like, biomedical ethics stuff, um, this is, like, the hot topic right now. All right, Calvi. Your last off the dome, please. Mm-hmm. Um, my last off the dome is that I um made the first big boy purchase <gasps> of the year. I bought a new TV, boys. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Fifty-five inches. Whoa! Wow. HD TV. Ooh. Yeah. Black Friday. Yeah, on Black Friday. Nice. I'm trying to get ready. I'm getting ready for the new Super Smash Bros. That's coming. Out. <laughs> Whoa! So you know, I had to. I had to upgrade. Can you so. invite me over, please? I'm pretty sure you live too far away. <sighs> I can drive, okay? I have a car. No big deal. Can I'll you play online? For the new Smash? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I have a Switch at home, then I could play Smash against you if you're home? Yeah. Whoa. I mean, you're going to lose, but... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, we'll see. <laughs> I want a TV. Thanks, Calvin. Let's Thank keep you, it Calvin. Coming. Thanks, Calvin. That could be your goodbye present. Get. Um, shouldn't you have a goodbye present for me? Mm-hmm. Not the other way around. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Yes. Is that it? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, signing off. Thank you, beautiful people.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the 1.5 podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Email us any questions or topics you'd like us to discuss at 1.5podcast at gmail.com or tweet us at 1.5pod. 1.5 is all spelled out with no numbers. Follow us on Instagram at 1.5podcast to see what we're up to. Thanks, and see you guys in the next episode. Except for Bye. Calvin. Mine is Calvin. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.